Let's work. Hey, plotting my escape. This game riding niggas fake. Got a couple M's hiding in the safe. Imagination turn a Honda into Wraith. I was doing 80 on the interstate. Trying to make it back before my class start. Country nigga never seen a passport. Till I popped off and got a bag for it. Now I'm at the garden sitting in half court. Watching Junior catch it off the bad boy. Feel nigga never seen nothing. Except a fucking triple bean jumping. Good dope, leave a fiend crumping. Made it out, it gotta mean something. Either you gon' hustle or that nigga Uncle Sam got your ass re enlisting. 2 6 murder scene pumping. Better leave it tucked if you ain't dumping. Pow pow, nigga, he slumping. 12 coming, we ain't seen nothing. Time chain, niggas ain't rumbling no more. Nah, what for? Hungry for more. If you solo leave vocal, listen close and you can hear grumbling. Motai and I'm still munching. Big bag, never fear fumbling. Won't smoke, nigga, don't choke. I'm a whole fucking nicotine company. Dream of the army, not a navy. How could you ever try to play me? Kill him on a song, walk up out the booth, do the Westbrook like a baby. I never fall out with the bro. Hey, when your family turning to foe, we had a penthouse on the road. Interior decorated with the hoes. Just like a multiple truck getting chose. My niggas like any mini money more. Scoop up a dime piece like we homeless. Then we gon' send them back to the toe. Out of the concrete was a rose. And when it was cold, had to go over and stand by the stove. We from the southeast, niggas know. This where the ice creep real slow. Won't vote, but they mob deep with the poles. I punch the top seat, not no more. And now my side seat is a thorn. Plotting my escape this game. Riding niggas fake, got a couple M's hiding in the safe. Imagination turned a Honda in the Wraith. I was doing 80 on the interstate, trying to make it back before my class started. Country nigga never seen a passport till I popped off and got a bad for it. Now I'm at the garden sitting in half court, watching Junior catch it off the bat boy. Bill nigga never seen nothing except a fucking triple bean jumping. Good dope, leave a fiend crumping. Made it out, it gotta mean something. Made it out, it gotta mean something. Made it out, it gotta mean something. with another episode of opinionated facts um i believe we on episode nine i didn't have conversations with y'all last week due to technical difficulties and a whole bunch of other shit but i brought today a guest i know i usually bring guests on fridays but i had to bring a guest today because we finna talk about play-in and a whole bunch of hosts of other shit um this person i brought on today somebody i admire somebody i looked up to since i even get got to know him and just without further ado here go my homie my man, one of my mentors james stevenson what's up homie how you feeling today how you feeling man i'm good man especially coming off of that uh <clears throat> <laughs> that go fantasy, ahead go that fantasy that uh-huh. fantasy basketball championship you know, I think I need to uh, really, really go ahead and let you get your shit off because I, I feel like it was rigged. You created the lead. Your players wasn't hurt. I don't know, man. I think some. I think something was up. I think you called somebody, man. You called somebody on the ESPN app to get that win because Anthony what Davis just killed. A- Anthony Davis killed me. None of your players was hurt. That's how man, you Carl, won. Man, Carl Anthony Towns was uh, out for COVID. PG came- was out for some toe injury. I mean, Dane missed a couple of games. I mean, y'all, y'all just upset, man, because 
Hey, y'all doubted me the whole season. I heard y'all talk, talking stuff. My own son. My own seed talking stuff. Me how horrible my team is. You got lucky. Your, your players got healthy at the right time. All my players was injured. All of them. Like, I, I literally stopped playing when I noticed my whole starting lineup was out. And I didn't have no bench to even, like, recoup for them for being out. Like, I ain't had nothing to, to make up for it. Them niggas was just out. Anthony Davis out. Donovan Mitchell out. Yeah, I, I said, forget it. I was like, man, I'm playing with scrubs. I got to pick up these scrubs, and hopefully I won. And I lost in the first round. Man, that's, but, where the, that's where your G, GM hat is supposed to kick in, man. You got to make moves, man. You man, ain't I made enough moves. I you made make moves. the right moves. You ain't make the right moves. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was the only one making the right moves. Every time I made a move, those said players got hurt. It, hey, it just also, wasn't my year. Also, man, you try to be the Danny Ainge of fantasy <laughs> basketball, man. All the time, what, get over on somebody. What, what did you? Hold on. First of all, wait. You can't be telling everybody what I be doing because you ain't the first person to say this. Uh, shout out to my homie Jonathan Bobby. He, he called me Daddy Age all the time. He be like, "Bro, you really betrayed these players and people really be taking them." Yes, man. It, they can only say yes. Like you can tell me no, and the trade won't go through. But everybody exactly. tells me yes because nah. I'm a good. I'm a good <laughs> spokesman. I, I I'm a good salesman. I sell my players well. Don't be telling my secrets because when we play fantasy football, nobody go trade with me. Just right. like nobody, just like, nobody just trade like with that, me. Just like that was rigged when you put it together. What you won the first year? Oh, how was that rigged? Did Did you win the first year? Uh, yo, I think your uncle won. Somebody in your family won. No, so, <laughs> so uh, the first year I noticed this last year, RJ won. Shout out to RJ. RJ right. won. La yep, I think I did one because that's when I did the Camaro trade. When I got Alvin, <laughs> y'all was hating on that. Y'all was hating. I got Camaro, I got o uh, Odell Beckham. Y'all was some haters. Stop hating because I'm just like, man, I don't know everybody in the league. I'm just like, man, who is these dudes that's trading these people like this, man? So you saying I had burner accounts? You calling me KD because that's what it sounds like. That nah, man, I, I would go that far. Nah, nah, I would go that far. I, I'm just a good salesman. I, I, I could be the used car salesman. Like I, I definitely could be him. I, I'll definitely sell you some water. Like Jay said, I could sell water to a well. That's definitely me. <laughs> you just be hate. But I wanted to speak it on fantasy. All that I wanted to touch on, like a couple things. Cause when I introduced you, you know, I said you was my mentor. And stuff like that. Because we go get on sports. Because I know that's something we both want to get into. But um, what made you get into mentoring? And I know for people that don't know you, um, I met you through Craft, And Craft was a mentorship for a group of young men. And, you know, you helped mentor us and took us on college tours and things like that. So what really made you tap into one of, like, mentor just young young men, young African men at that. So uh, you talked about the program craft. So I think right. I always always have to preface this when we say craft, and I always got I always have to say uh, to the people that don't know what that organization about is we're not talking about the macaroni and cheese because they're like craft. <laughs> you talking about the mac the, the food craft? I'm like, nah, we're not talking about the macaroni and cheese. No, 
So this is Craft with a C. It stands for the Center for Recreation and Family Training. Um, it originated in Hopkins Park, Illinois. Um, if you if you Google Hopkins Park, then you're gonna see a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of a, grass. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> a, a low poverty area, um, but but it's some great, really great things that come out of that area. It is. Uh, I wasn't born in Hopkins Park. Uh, grew up in in Kankakee, Illinois, but my mom. Um, was born in Hopkins Park, so my family was out there. So always liked that that country life out there. So always gravitated to to going out there because it was just so free, man. We could, you know, stay out all night as as little little kids and, and play. And everybody in the, the, the everybody on the whole road knew knew everybody. So we was up and down the road all day, just playing baseball, basketball, football, whatever, riding bikes. So always gravitated towards that. Um, so. Uh, getting back to the craft organization, what we do is at that time when you guys were in the program, we were doing mentorship where we started um, at the at the I guess you call it the elementary school. But you guys were in junior high. You were junior high age at that time. And yep. what we did was we we mentored um, young African males at that time. Um, what the organization does as a whole now is we provide money um, for for college students that want to go to college. Um, we have what we call is the the Hezekiah Brady Jr. Scholarship Fund. Reverend Hezekiah Brady was the founder of the Craft Organization, so there's a scholarship there. Um, we give we give money out, you know, throughout the year. Um, it is a small organization, but man, a, we do big things out of that out of the Craft Organization. Um, so right now we, we pretty much, um, we're pretty much just doing the, the, um, the college, um, at, uh, the college part of it right now. So for example, since 91, we've given away over $170,000 in, in scholarships or assistance fund. Um, so, um. We just been in that area trying trying to help out as much as possible. It's so much more that could be done in that area. Like I said, it's a, it's a lot of good things that that come out of that area. Um, met you um, when you when you started coming, um, and that that first group, man, a special group, man. And that thing I say about that that first group, and I want to say it was like we the best group. We was the best group. I mean, yeah, it was it was probably like what about ten ten to twelve. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can remember everybody. I, I'm pretty sure I can. Man, I ain't got that bad of memory. It was me, you know. It was uh, Arsenio. Shout out to Arsenio. He in Africa right now, yeah. uh, uh, eating frog legs with Akon. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he having for uh, Arsenio. It was Jonathan Muhammad, Cortland Muhammad, uh, Tristan. Oh man, who else was in that? Jerryon. Uh, shout out Juice, uh, Jonathan, Juice yes. brother. Uh, ooh, uh, I met Tenario. Shout out Rabbi man, Tenario <laughs> Ben. Shout out Rabbi man. He's he's Tenario, he's still yeah. wild. Uh, Tenario. Uh, uh, Cordero. Cordero. Yep. Sticks. Yeah. Sticks was that. Uh, he yeah. still sticks. That bug. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I think we missing a couple, uh, but that was like. The basis, like to me, it, it kind of was cool because I came from you know a single parent 
home and, I, and I'm going to let you go ahead and get back into, you know, why you mentorship. But I came from a single parent, you know, home. So seeing a, a, a male figure, you know, help younger males prosper or see that you could prosper in college or any other lane you wanted to go into and helping us get there. Man, I, I always loved it. I loved it. It took me out of the crib. It had me something, you know, it gave me something to do over the, especially over the summer when even though Hopkins was it, like you said, it's a good place. You, you can do whatever you want. It, it's free. It's country. It's country lifestyle. I, I, I don't like the country. <laughs> like I never liked the country. So it took me away from where I was at and it kind of showed me other avenues and other, other lanes I can go through, but go ahead. My father, you know, and what, what I, what I was, um, saying is like um so that was the the summer enrichment program so during that time like you said we would take trips to um to visit college so we would take college trips um but the main thing is we would read um we would read books during the summer um yep. we, would, we would read african-american books uh, by african-american authors during that summer um we would do some some other enrichment activities um uh, and then it, it was it was a good fellowshipping time, um, and and what I can say, like you 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 talked about Asenio and what he's doing. I mean, every one of you, not none of you, are in prison. You know, man, if you, it's a blessing. You know, none of you are in prison. You guys are are are. If you are fathers, you're, you're taking care of your kids. Um, I think everybody has a job, and it. it that everyone is employed. Um, and I mean, I think all of you have turned out to be, you know, just 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 great young African-American males. We, we still have a, a, a nice, a good re relationship, even though everyone's out doing their own thing. Um, I think it's like when we come back together, it's just like we're back at craft again. Yeah, it's, um, it's the chemistry. Yeah. So just real quick about the craft organization. At that time, we had the Eagles program, a student adoption program, which was a weekly tutoring session. Um, and then we had the summer enrichment program. But the craft organization has been around um, since 1974, I want to say. Uh, it was actually a high school first, and then we kind of transformed into this, this mentorship program. So, I mean, that's what it is. Um, you guys were a part of it. Um, why do I mentor? I mean, I've always my 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 career or my job is is a teacher. So I'm a, I'm a teacher at a junior high. Um, so just you know, being around um, young them adults, kids, them kids don't be beating yeah. you up still, do you? Nah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I have to watch when I tell y'all stories at school, man. Y'all like to turn them around like I got beat up or something, man. Oh man, hey, look. But, what? Look, <laughs> I just wanted to look the story when you <laughs> when you said Buddy smacked you on the head. Look, <laughs> he didn't smack me, man. You know how you grab. Nah, you nah. know how you like. Nah, nah. He didn't smack. You. you know how you grab somebody's head, man. I tell him, man. Hey, man, uh, do that. Hey, man, we ain't, we ain't on that here. This ain't what. <laughs> this ain't what. Oh this, man, nah. Those... What is going to happen this year? You know, it's COVID. They nah, they nah, they zoom me. Look, they not doing it now because it's Zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah. They they gonna okay. get you when they come back in session. They gonna be like, Mr. James Stevenson. <laughs> oh yeah, smack. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a funny story. I'm sorry. No, but uh, yeah. So man, just always um, like trying to give back. Um, you know, just really, man. I had uh, um, a mentor give back to me. Uh, his name was, uh, or his name is uh, Byron Perry. Man, he was an older cat. <laughs> man, actually, man, I got a, a quick KG story. So Byron used to take us. <clears throat> He, he used to take us to all 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 the city tournaments. So I was in high school. It was me and my boy Marcus. We were in high school, and he used to pick us up. Met met Byron at church. He used to pick us up. Um, that's where I know him from church. He used to pick us up in the summertime, and, and we would go to all these like city tournaments, basketball tournaments. We wouldn't be playing, but we would go. We would go watch it. Um, so he's telling us about Farragut. And at the time, I, I didn't I didn't have any knowledge of what Farragut was about. And from what I've heard is they they were not a powerhouse until um, KG and Ronnie Fields and the rest of them um, got Ronnie there. Ronnie Fields, a dog. Um, so it's this one, man, it's summer league, man. So it's like June or July, man. They having this tournament. And we go to this high school. I forget which high school it was. But, Chris, when I tell you, man, it was people. We were up on the balcony. And there was people just everywhere, like around the balcony, just sitting there and they're waiting because they hear about this dude named Kevin Garnett. All right. So anyway, Farragut come out and we, you know, they hear about Ronnie Fields. So we see Ronnie Fields. We're like, okay, that's Ronnie Fields. And then we see this other dude that we like, man, that, that, that must be Kevin Garnett because we want nobody else. They were doing the warm-ups and he was, you know, he was just kind of going through it. I was like, man, that dude... He he, all right, but he ain't like he ain't like everybody was saying he was. So it turned out to be Michael Wright, which he turned out to be a great basketball player. I think rest in peace because I think he uh, I think he's passed away. But Michael Wright ended up going to Arizona D one. So it ended up being Michael Wright. But at the time, we were like, man, that can't be KG. So they start playing and they going up and down and the other team is like hanging with them. He's like, man, this, you know, they were supposed to be blowing teams out. Right. And then all of a sudden, probably like seven minutes into the game, this tall dude just come walking in. This tall, skinny dude come walking in and go to their bench. He got a jersey on. And we was like, that's Kevin Garnett. And I mean, when he came in, man, Chris, they was throwing oops off the board. He was grabbing <laughs> it. He was handling it. He was passing. He was throwing oops to Ronnie Fields. But they had this one cat that was, I, I think he was just as cold as them. His name was Lakeith Henderson. I'll never forget his name, man. Um, he didn't he didn't do anything. I don't even think he finished playing in high school. I don't know if he did or not. But Lakeith Henderson, that that squad was so cold, but end up going to state. They end up going to state and losing to Thornton, which had Ty Streets and mm-hmm. Antoine, Antoine Randall L. Um they end up losing to Thornton, but man, that, that, that was, I mean, when we first started, that was his first time playing in the city. And when we first saw him, man, we knew that Kevin Garnett was what they said he was. And, and I was going to ask you that. Did you think, uh, you know, cause KG shout out KG, he in the hall of fame. Now he just got inducted. Uh, do you, do you think he was going to be KG? Like when you first saw him, like that seven minutes you saw him, you was like, yeah, he, man. he going to be that dude. Like, like just because, man, he was long, he was athletic. He his intensity, man. Even in, in high school, his intensity chart. Like, man, we you know how y'all slap the floor and stuff when you playing, man. He slapped, right. man. It's the song. 
basketball game. <laughs> this is a high school summer league basketball game. And he's slapping the floor. Man, he man, he out in the passing lane. He's dunking, man. He's yelling. He's screaming. He's throwing oops. They're having fun, man. He played like that you know? his whole career. Right. And that's so, what I loved about KG. To answer your question. Go ahead, go ahead. Your question, yes, man. I, I, well, I knew he was a pro. I knew he was a pro. Um, um, so I knew that. And then once I seen him, once he got in the league, I'm like, yeah, man. He was doing all that, man. So, my okay, my question to you is like, because I, you, you, you don't coached. And I know mm-hmm. this kind of, you know, going to another subject, but I always wanted to uh, ask you this. You don't coach basketball and seeing basketball players like KG, when it came to coaching, did you want your players to emulate like that intensity? And um, where did you coach? I know where you coached at, you know, I, of course I know, but right. I want, I want you to tell, you know, people where you coached at and did you try to like make your players emulate that intensity when you were coaching them? Um, so coach junior high level, coach at, at Lorenzo Smith, which is a, a is the school part. Um, yeah. Man, <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. Man, gave me my first opportunity, man. Um, and you know, the thing about it is, man, um, try to, so when I talk about the mentorship environment, you know, that's why I try to give back because somebody gave to me. So the coaching, man, Perk Cook, let me come in. I wasn't even teaching at the school. Let me come in, learn from him. And, you know, I got an opportunity to run my own squad. So, man, now that I'm coaching, I'm trying to give people opportunities to come in, you know, and do the same thing, you know, so they, right. can, you know, so they can see if they, if they really want to do that. Um, but, um, so Coach at Lorenzo started out at Lorenzo um, and then went from Lorenzo. Uh, then I uh, freshman basketball. Then I then on the junior high level, um, did some AAU with all from this area. Um, so did some AAU um, and then back at the junior high level right now, um, coaching there. And to answer the second part of your question, your question is, did I – to emulate that, well, to me, you 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 gotta have you gotta have that guy, you know, and and yep. that guy, that guy like KG, he might not be the guy that scored fifteen or twenty. He might be the guy that only score six, and he gonna get them six off garbage points, so he gonna get them off steals. Yep. But that energy, man, we had a player, man. We had this player uh, the year the year we went to the state championship game, man. He didn't score a lot of points. He wasn't as skilled as some of the other guys, but he was just as important and might I might call him our MVP because he kept things going. He kept possessions alive. You know, they always talk about the stats that you don't see, and you know, in, in yep. the stat line, those yep. extra possessions, you know, those those diving on the on the yep. on the floor for loose balls, those 50-50 balls getting them, um, that energy. You know, put him at the head of the press when he just gonna cause all kind of confusion. Havoc, yep. Yeah, havoc and all that, man. So, man, you always need those, and I think it's hard when you don't have those type of players because now you're trying to develop somebody to be that. And man, we all know, man, that's one thing that's hard to teach is the yeah, effort and the extra 
and the extra effort getting guys to put forth that just the effort and then getting guys to put forth that extra effort is even harder, man. So, um, of course, man, you know, KG, man, is, is one of the best, man. Yeah. And, and like, I know I wasn't the best player in high school. I always tell people this, like, I wasn't the best player. I always considered myself, though, that type of player. Like, when I do get an opportunity, I'm going to make sure I dive on the court, take a charge, the little things, like the little things. And um, I want to ask you this, too. Do you think, since we're talking about the little things, intensity in sports, do you think, like, the little things just have disappeared in sports? Because it's more, to me, like, watching high school basketball is more of a – and I ain't saying every high school player is like this, but just me looking at it, it's more of a show. You know yeah. what I mean? It's more like an AAU tournament in all the high school games, not just in the AAU games, but during the season, during a high school. It's all – it seems just – it, I don't know. It, I, I don't want to like. I ain't trying to shit on nobody or poo poo on nobody. It just seems so less like you have those players with that, with that. What we talking about with that? It whether it's you know diving on the floor, taking charges, playing defense, just just creating havoc and doing all the little things. Do you think like it, it, it's a pro or a con that we don't have a lot of those players now? Because to me, a lot of those players. Not becoming extinct, but it, it it's hard to see them. I I think people don't, especially. I mean, you know, and not not to talk about Steph because I think Steph is great. You know, Dame is great. You know, LeBron is great. But I mean, how many people want to be a Ben Wallace? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, how many <laughs> people mean, want to be a PJ Tucker? <laughs> yeah, even though even though Ben Wallace is getting ready to go into the Hall of Fame, Fame yep. but. You go to a, a, a 10-year-old, 12-year-old right now and, and tell them, hey, I don't want you to worry about scoring. You know, or, or 14, 15-year, I don't want you to worry about scoring. All I want you to do is play defense and get rebounds. He going to laugh at you. Oh, he going to transfer. He's going to laugh or transfer, man. He's he going to feel disrespected, you know, yeah. even though he can't shoot, <laughs> even though he can't do uh, I've seen, I seen a lot of those. <laughs> I mean, he gonna feel disrespected, and it's like, no, you you need those, and I see, you know, those teams that have those. I mean, you often hear about knowing your role, and that, I think that's the hardest thing when you talk about young coaching at a young level is getting them to identify what their role is, and then getting them to buy into what their role is at a young age. And and I often tell them just because that's your role today. Doesn't it mean might, that's gonna be exactly. your role when you yep. get into high school. You know, yep. your your role is you get the rebound, you got three dribbles, and then you got to give it up to a guard. But if you work on your handle throughout the summer, now you get into high school, now you grabbing that boy off the off the off the boards, and now you pushing it, you know, right. because because you put in the work. But right now, this is what what this team needs you to do is to rebound and then get it in the clear and then get it to the guard, or if you can get it to a guard right away. And then we need you to use that speed and sprint and get down the floor, you know. So I, I just think it's a harder sell now. Um, and it, and if you talk about the NBA, I mean, how many of those guys do we have? How many PJ Tuckers do we have? Uh, and see, I was go I was gonna touch on that. Like honestly, I and I'm not gonna lie, I do I will say this about the NBA. I will say this: a lot of players are understanding their roles. Like, and maybe it's because. Um, good coaching 
and you have veterans on their team. So, like, I'm going to just use uh, the Hornets. They're, they're a young team. So, like, with LaMelo, he he understand, like, I'm the playmaker. I score when I have to. But I got Terry Rozier over here who go give ultimate buckets. And I got, you know, Devontae Graham. I think that's his name um, from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Let's go give ultimate buckets. And Miles Bridges, he know, like, I grab rebounds. I play defense. I have my occasional oops. I have this. Mm-hmm. So I will say I think players in the NBA uh, know their roles. I, and like you said, I think it's harder to sell because people ain't looking at those players that I just named. Ain't nobody looking at, like you said, ain't nobody looking at Miles Bridges. Ain't nobody looking at P.J. Tucker. They just looking at the Stephs, the Lillards, you know, even the big man, the Jokers. Like, they looking mm-hmm. at these players like, man, he could dribble, shoot, pass. He could do all three levels of offense, and that's what I got to, you know, imitate, or that's what I got to be. But when you get in the league, I think think they simplify it. Like, look, you want to stay in the league for 10-plus years, this is what you good at. When you become good at this, make it great, and whatever you're weak at, make it good. So now you can kind of, you know, balance it out. But with coaching, I know you coached, and uh, did you coach coach your son, uh, J.J.? Uh, coach him a little bit. Yeah. How is that? Cause like, I, nah, you know, nah, speaking, nah. Look, listen, speaking, speaking private conversation. I already, I always told you I wanted to get into coaching. Like, man, right. I want to get in coaching one day. And I was thinking like, man, what if I coach my son? So how is it coaching your son or also your daughter too? Cause they both cold. They both was cold. You know, Jay, shout out JJ, you know, they both cold. So how, how was it? Yeah. How was it? coaching them or just molding them to say, hey, this is what you good at. This is what you need to get better at. Or, you know, like splitting that time to coaching them and being their father. I, I think um, I think maybe with, with him it's a, it's a little bit tougher because uh, she at an early age, she, she didn't want it. She didn't want a ball. So, um, right. you know, so it wasn't something that you know she picked up right away uh she didn't pick it up until later and um you know um so it wasn't you know that that experience didn't didn't start so early with him it started early man you know he said he wanted to do it so um i think it gets to a point man and and you know the better the better people that ask this is those that they coach high school because I, I know a co- couple of players and their dad is the coach. Um, I think it's harder for the player to um, to realize this is coach speaking and this is dad speaking because right. sometimes I think I think that line gets kind of blurred there. Uh, so they, it's almost like, man, that, you, you know, you you tough. If you supposed to be my dad, you ain't, you know, you ain't, you ain't supposed to be like that. But it's like, <laughs> nah. At this point, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your coach. Um, so I know with with JJ and I, at a at a certain point, I have to pass him off to to someone else, and I mm-hmm. say, here, this is what, you know, this is where I got him so far. Now I need to pass him off to you. For you to do it, and now I had to, I had to learn, and I'm still learning how to, to kind of, you know, uh, chill a little bit and, and not, not give such an honest opinion right away, you know. Um, 
after games or after, you know, something I see. Um, because sometimes, man, those, those lines can get blurred. I remember reading a story um, about Tim Hardaway and Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, and Tim Hardaway Sr. was saying how he had to come, you know, how he had to stop doing that because it was it was ruining. And I, I'm, I'm, it's been a while since I read it, but I, I, I think I remember it pretty quickly or pretty clear. And he was saying that it was ruining his relationship with his son. So he had to step back a little bit and just kind of be a, a spectator. Be a dad. So, yeah. yeah, and be a dad. So that's that's why, you know, so many times they're like, man, we want you to coach. And it's like, nah, man, I don't I don't want to coach him. You know, right. I can come watch him, but I don't want to coach him. You know, I just want to watch him and separate the sign from the coaching thing. You know, because for us, I mean, to be honest and be transparent, it, it – there's a lot of bumping heads. I was just gonna ask that. I was just gonna ask that. Cause cause I I bump and I'm gonna let you go ahead and get back, but I bump heads with my brother all the time. More more so, you know what though? You know, cause I had a sister, you know, shout out my sister Bree. She who and yeah. more so I bumped heads with her because she was just hard headed, didn't want to listen. But with him, I think um my biggest thing was he wanted me to kind of like tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, tell me what I'm doing wrong. It's like, man, I'm your brother. I don't want to tell you like, yeah, you suck at doing this. Like, and, cause that's how I would talk to anybody else. Like, man, you just suck at doing this. And I didn't want to come off as just an asshole, like right. just an yeah. asshole. And I'm his brother. And I ain't want, like you said, I ain't want that relationship to, to, I guess, break apart because I'm giving constructive criticism. So have y'all ever just like got into uh, just a huge fight, and you ain't you ain't got to share if you don't want to, but just got nah, into a heated ass fight, like where you I mean, be like, just, you know what? I see why I walked away from this shit. Like I see, I see why. No, nah, I mean, cause cause I I think that's that's that part there where where you feel like you're giving constructive criticism from a coaches or from a player's perspective. They often see it as, well, dang, dad. Or dang man, you you my you supposed to be my dad. Yeah, you, you know you saying that, and it's like <laughs> nah, I'm not. No, what I'm, I'm I'm trying to be real with you and tell you where I see you at and where you could be. And I think they right they can't you know they can't you know understand that that is 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 um it's not it's not personal when when I'm saying it. So I'm not I'm not coming from a, a personal. Um, point of view when I say these things I'm coming from if I'm a coach and I'm looking at you these are the areas where I, I need you um, or I, I would say you need to get better at you know and, and it's not to talk about your, your you personally it's just your game this is where I see your game and sometimes I, I think yeah I think that's the hardest part for them is understanding that you know even though he's my dad he's giving me this control constructive criticism and a lot of times from a parent point of view i feel like man you should want it coming from me because man, you know I love anybody you. exactly right? that that's what I, that's what i was telling jj and you know he uh my jj you know so yeah. as he got older he understood better when he was younger he used to think i was just just being the meanest motherfucker ever in the world. Like, I would tell him, like, yo, you you suck at defense. You need to do this, this, and this to get better at defensively so you can take your game to the next level. He used to be like, damn, 
why you got to say it like that? Like, I, I'm putting the work in. And I'm like, man, you can put the work in way more because what I'm, I'm not seeing the work translate to the court. And so we, we need to figure this out. And it, it'd be times where he wouldn't talk to me yeah. or like my sister Bree, they just wouldn't speak to me. Like, they like, man, I don't even want to ride in the car. I will force them like after games. Come on, come ride with me. <laughs> like, come ride yeah. with me. Let's talk. And they wouldn't want to. But as they both got older, they start understanding like, OK, he just coming from a helping position where he just trying to, you know, just lead me the right path so my game can be better. And I'm glad when they got older, they listened. But that that was hard for me too. That's why I wanted to ask you that because that that was it was it was super hard for me to to you know separate yeah. the two from me mm-hmm. coaching to me being a brother. Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, man, COVID helped, man. How, how you say that? Why, why you why you feel that? COVID helped because. Um, we couldn't like I couldn't be at some of the away games, you know. Right. So instead of him seeing that instant, you know, reaction from me, you know, when he would mess up or, or you know, he he didn't see that, you know. So right. And then, right. And then you know, it gave gave both of us a chance to. By the time you get back to school, I don't had a chance to kind of die die digest the game and stuff and then you know where we're not you ain't getting... mad no more <laughs> well not not mad just like man what, what you doing like man like you know so so it both gave us a chance i feel like it gave us a chance to kind of you know um and exhale and, and kind of you know reflect on it and then those conversations going home are a little bit better than than what they normally are um sometimes you know um you know my only thing my only complaint ever has been like you you can't you can't back down or you can't um you can't play the game at you can't play the game like it's just promised to you that it's today and i see that with so many kids that they just take the they take the game for granted that it's going to be there and like i tell him all the time man this covid should have showed you something man there were yeah. there were yeah. seniors and there were seniors banking on this season. Yep. And even and though they did get a piece of the season, they didn't get everything they, they thought they were going to get. So you can't play the game like, oh, man, I, I still got two years, or, oh, man, I got right. next year. No, you can't play it that way. Or you you run the risk of getting hurt, too. What if you get hurt, too, as well? You know? So I think it's Westbrook or, or one of them that always talk about they play the game like it's the last game they Westbrook to play. Yeah. That's the Westbrook last game they're gonna so. play. Oh, oh, wait! <laughs> no, you didn't say overrated. He, he, he's oh, okay. I, I know this is totally off the subject. He's definitely overrated when people say he's a top two point guard of all time. That's where I say he's overrated. Or like my homie John say, overration. That's where the – I know it's a made-up fucking word, but the overation of Russell Westbrook comes when people say, hey, he a top two point guard. Oh, hey, he the GOAT of point guards. Nah, bro. Nah. Great point guard. Maybe top five. I, I, I won't argue if you say top five. He ain't my top ten. But I top two, top three, nah, I'm good. Top so four, it- I'm good. So is he better than John Stockton? He ain't, he, 
not in my opinion. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. John, uh, John Stockton, yeah, he had Carmelo. Yes, they they played with each other, but Russ played with great players also. So let's let's just keep it a let's keep it a bean. Russ played with way better players than John Stockton, like total players. Play with way mm-hmm. better total players than John Stockton. John Stockton would still holds the record for most assists in NBA Man, history. Play ain't even close. He 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 literally yeah. four thousand assists from the second yeah. person. So like it, it's just mind blowing that that people and when they poo poo on the nineties players, if he was in this era, just imagine what he'll do. Like he'll be shooting more, he'll be passing more. So he his numbers would be even more crazier. But he played defense also. And yeah, Russ playing defense. He I think he like top 25 in defensive rating this year, but it, it's not consistent for me. Like what John Stockton top five in steals ever, I think. I want to say. So it's just like he he was the total package of a point guard. He made sure everybody got their touches. He made sure the most important player got his touches. And he made sure he just played his role correctly. So no, nah, as a point guard, if I had to choose who got the ball. And you might call me crazy for this. If I if if I had to choose who had the ball in the last five minutes, this is my thing with Russ. Last five minutes, I'm not putting the ball in his hands. Not even in today's game. It's players who I would take th- that he's better than. I will put the ball in their hands before him. And that's for Rondo. You. I put the ball in Rondo's hands. Last five minutes, come on, Rondo, take over. I, Russ, you got to sit this one out, big dog. You got to sit on the bench because he go. It, 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 it's always a blunder. It's always the the but bad shot, the bad pass. I, I think that changes depending on who who you have on the team with you, on on the team with him. You know, I think that's so, why KD left though. No, I I think if you have if you have KD, I I don't I don't see him taking those bad shots if, if he has those other guys on there. He was taking those bad shots with KD. He was taking bad shots with KD. He was taking bad shots with Paul George. And to me, just me looking at the game, when you got players who leave you and become better because they trying to fit the team around your skill set. So say like Sabonis. Sabonis used to play with the Thunder. They had that man sitting in the corner. Like he was a a three-point stretch foe. Nah, man. Like to fit Russ' game, uh, attack, pass out, that's his game. I'm going to attack the rim. When I feel like they're closing in, I'm going to throw it to the corner and shoot your three. That ain't his game. Victor Oladipo, even though he he credit Russ for, for him getting better, I feel like him playing with Russ, it, it wasn't his game. Do I feel like uh, he got smarter as the years went on? Yeah, but it, it's still there. Like, come on, bro. Like, when when you when your IQ – and I don't want to say IQ because he he's very smart. I, when you go stop doing these blunder plays, like, at the end of the game, like, when when is go stop? And that's just my only concern with Russ. I don't care about the stat padding. I don't care about that because get your stat stats. Stat padding? He, he, he be stat padding sometimes. Wait, what? The rebound? Yeah. Like, the, assi- you, like the assist go come. The, the rebounds, he – he definitely be stat back. Definitely. So then here's my only question. Then why don't more people do it? I feel like more people look at him and say, he doing all this and not winning. So let, let's just lose LeBron. 
because we go get into the NBA anyway. We finna venture off into that anyway. I already feel it. So let's just get into LeBron. If LeBron wanted to average a triple double, you don't think he could? No. You don't think LeBron could average a triple double? No. I think he could. He 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 damn near doing it now. 25, 8, and 8. That's like his career numbers. No, but no, no, no. What? No. You don't? No, I don't. Why why not? Because I, I don't I don't think he I don't think he he goes for the tough rebounds. I don't I don't see LeBron going for those tough rebounds. But most of Russ rebounds be defensive rebounds. Like they be defensive rebounds. It, it's rare. It is it look last game I watched Russ and I look Russ is not trash, but last time I watched Russell Westbrook, he literally had a, like he had 15 boards and 14 of them were defensive rebounds. And I get, excuse me, I get that's what Scott Brooks, I think that's how he run his offense. Hey, Russ, go get the rebound. Now we can push into our offense. Cool. Right, I get right, it. I right. get it. But at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Like, come on, man. Let your, let your big mans get some rebounds. Like, <laughs> like, like let your man – uh, Lopez, Robin Lopez gets some rebounds. Let 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 so, somebody else get some rebounds. So you you telling me you telling me LeBron has never LeBron tried could, to, has never tried to get a triple double in the season. No, no, has I'm not saying I'm not saying he's never tried it. What I'm saying is I feel like if he wanted to, if LeBron really wanted to, he could say I could average a triple double for the season, easy, easy. Because he's there. All he needs is two extra rebounds and two extra assists. Like, for his career, he's he, – like, if you look at his career, his stats, every game, he's always flirting with a triple-double. It's always 23-7-7 or 23-9-8. and eight. It's always there. So, I feel like if he wanted to, I feel like he'd give his other players room to do what they're supposed to do. So, like, I'm going to just use Anthony Davis, for example. He let Anthony Davis get those rebounds and pass it out. You know, because he and, – and, 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 you know, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he feel like that's a lot of – that's a lot of – he already got a lot of mouths on his body. That's even more mouths on your body. And it take away from what the other players do good. So, if you grabbing all the rebounds from Drummond – you know, he it, it takes him out the game because if I'm drubbing, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to rebound, block shots. And if you rebound it, it takes me out of my comfort zone. Now I'm just standing here, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I get that. I mean, I, I think also, would you say that offensive rebounding is a lost art? Yes, because the reason I say that is because, man, like I'm watching these games and like some of these rebounds, it's like so easy. Like nobody, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I know what you said. Look, and and nobody's boxing out. There's no boxing out in the NBA. So no, it's not. are, Are we just? Are we just? Or is it because the shots come from frequently? so far of a distance is is that why everybody's hanging out around the three point line? I mean, I'm just I'm just asking, I'm just wondering because I see a lot of these games and these rebounds are so easy to get. Like defensive rebounds are so easy to get. So we go put our 
put on our coaching hats for five, like for like five seconds. So if I'm a coach and I'm coaching in the NBA and what I see coaches doing, so what I see, and I'm gonna just use the Mavericks because I watch them a lot because they're my favorite team. Shout out Mavericks. We not gonna beat the Clippers, but we finna get into that. But I see the Rick Carlisle do this. He said it, it looked like he'll be like the big man get the rebound. Luca, you stand out when the rebounds come. If you don't get the rebound, you stand out three point line. So the defenders, like as as a defensive coach, I'm telling my people, you gotta you gotta run back. You got to because, like you said, how the game is played so fast. So if my man gets a rebound and my defenders say if the, the you know the defense is all crashing trying to or the, the offensive players are all trying to crash get this offensive board if it's two say if it's two players trying to crash and get this board and they don't get it oh that's a bucket how fast how fast the game is that's a bucket so you gotta tell at least four of your players if, if I'm an NBA coach I'm like hey four of y'all need we need to sprint back we we got to because if we don't we finna give up a three ball we finna give up a layup a dunk, uh, a mid-range jumper. Like, we finna give up more points than what we already giving up. So, I think that's why, like, the offensive rebounding game has just disappeared because you got to think, like, man, we need some type of stops. And how we go get stops if we got two people crashing and now they not getting the rebounds for whatever reason and the other team is sprinting back to the offensive side, easy buckets. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I was just looking at the the offensive rebound stats, man. Nine out of the top ten offensive rebounders are from the West Coast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> on the on the, the, the Western Conference, nine out of the ten. Uh you know, well, eight out of ten, because you got Jared Allen and Dwight Howard. You know, other than that, you know, they're all well, yeah. They're all uh, from the uh, from the Western Conference. Um, it, it is it's uh, definitely a, a fast paced game, so that that's why I feel. But speaking on the game, what you who you feel like they got this new play in tournament? I already talked about this on a couple conversations ago, so I ain't I am not finna repeat what what the play in play in is uh, going to be, but. Who you got winning in the play-in? Or who you feel like got the best chance to win? So, you got seven seed is the Lakers in the Western mm-hmm. Conference. You got eight seed, Golden State. And you got the ninth seed, Grizzlies, 10th seed, Spurs. Who you who you picking? And if you could give a short reason why, who you picking those players? Oh, teams. Man, you know, I, I'm curious to see how the Lakers come out. Um <clears throat> They go come out killing, man. That's that's what. Okay, so that's that's kind of how I feel. Like they just gonna come out and boom, get it over with. Boom, we about to, you know. But at the same time, I I just haven't watching them this year. I don't think I've seen that gear yet. And maybe it's the maybe it's the injuries. Maybe it's the way you know we gonna ramp it up for the playoffs. I haven't seen that gear where we just gonna come out and we just gonna destroy teams like last year i felt like man they just came out and destroyed teams and you know we're to the point where you know these teams didn't have a shot so i'm really interested to see how that that first quarter is you know um that golden that that golden state 
LA game, I, I'm still with LeBron and AD. It's just hard to pick. It's just hard to see somebody be. It's hard to pick. Yeah. Steph go have to drop like 65. Yeah. And and play in well, is one game. So right. he go he gonna have to drop like 60 plus. <laughs> I think for them to even to or, win or 50 plus something. This. I will say this. Wiggins has, has been stepping up here. Oh lately. man. Yeah. You know, and, and if he can continue that, man, then then man, that, that gives them something that they haven't had in a while. Um that dynamic score that they got that got us hard hard to guard. And right now on the Lakers, who 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 will guard him? Yeah. Uh, Wiggins. So, like with Wiggins, I like Wiggins, and I always told people when people was calling him a buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm like, bro, he just got to get out of Minnesota, cause the, I always thought that's what it was. Minnesota wasn't using him right. They was trying to make him a go-to scorer. That's not what he is, and that's what like I think Cat like they still try to make Cat as the number one option. Homie is not the number one option. That's another story yeah. for another day. <laughs> yeah, homie, I love Cat like. You can ask anybody. I take off a cat all the time, but he, man, he's not a number one option. And I think they tried to do that with Andrew Wiggins, not understanding that he's, and, and, and it's nothing wrong. Going back to Rose, it's nothing wrong with being the number two or the number three option. Wiggins, as your number two or three, this is what he going to give you. He he should, he should, in my opinion, make the first, uh, all, all, the first all NBA defensive team, in my opinion. He should. Like, he, he he's been playing great defense, and he, he averaged. You say he not. He, you say he not. He not. He not. But he should like just watching him play, and then looking at his defensive ratings. He, I think he top fifteen defensive ratings. I, I might be wrong. I ain't look it up, so I might be wrong. But just looking at him, he plays great defense. Uh, he should be first team or second team off top, in my opinion. Uh, and then he 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 always knocks that. Like he always is a great secondary ball handler. Pause. He he definitely is a great secondary ball handler and can score if he's not the focal point. And Minnesota just put him in so many whack ass positions. It, I'm glad he got out of there. I, I but they not finna beat the Lakers. Lakers go blow them out. I, I think the Lakers go beat them ten by ten plus or more. Ten ten or more points. Definitely. I got the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. Me, it, I got easy. the Lakers too. Easy. I think Brian, I think Brian coasting. I know he got the ankle injury. I know he up there in age, but easy. Him and AD, who gonna stop AD? Looney? Draymond? Come on, man. Like what Shaq say? Barbecue chicken. That's easy money. And easy. then on the other end, nobody, nobody is gonna make who's gonna make AD work on the other end. No, nope. that's what I'm saying. Nobody. Yeah. He he can coast yeah. on the defensive end. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Unless, unless, unless. Golden State say, you know what? And I don't know if Kelly Oubre go play or not. He's been so bad these last few games. Yeah. But if they play small and be like, you know what, Draymond, even if Draymond played a five, that's still – that ain't going to make AD play defense. He just go play free throw line extended defense and make Draymond shoot. So yeah. even if they go small, it's not going to work. But what about the Grizzlies and the Spurs? And the Grizzlies. Spurs, Spurs, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so, it, it, and then it, it puts us in the the Golden State Memphis game again. Which, yep. Um, I actually listened to that man. I hadn't listened to a game, man. I was bringing my son from practice, uh -huh. and I actually listened to that game, man. Um, Memphis kind of, you know, hung in there and they went on some runs, man. But I, I think 
once again, you you are requiring Steph to put Steph has got to score thirty. Yep, thirty score, plus. He he can't afford to have an off game. No, nope. you know if he has an off game, then Memphis can beat him. Yeah, I, I agree. So we yeah. both got we both got the same Lakers beating Golden State, Grizzlies beating Spurs. Yeah. Then uh, you got the Grizzlies beating Golden State to get that eighth spot, or I got the Grizzlies. Man, I, I got Golden State. Got I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you why. Like I, I feel like Steph. I, I just feel like the veteran because they young. Grizzlies young. I just feel like the veteran players go, they go, they been there, they done that, they understand what it is, especially now. It's like this is a game seven. <laughs> Basically, like it's one game. This is a game seven. We going home. So I feel like they go put that mentality and all their players, they go be it's gonna be close though, because the Grizzlies yeah. no joke. Uh yeah. Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr., all them cats, right. they yeah. they play hard. Uh yeah. shout out to my whole oh man, I loved his game. And uh, I think he played for Gonzaga. And I can't remember his name. Um, ah, Light-skinned Brandon Clark. Shout Brandon out Brandon Clark. Clark. Yeah. I, I love yeah. Brandon Clark game. So, yeah, they yeah. they got some weapons over there. So, so transit. well, go ahead. Ask it. Go ahead. So, the, the, this last Memphis game, so the, 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 the one thing that helped Golden State was Dylan Brooks got in foul trouble. Yep. And it was it – was, man, he committed some, some – some, I would Stupid. say, yeah, silly fouls at the beginning of the game. But to show you how smart Steph is, is he was basically face guarding him at the beginning of the game. So, you know, Steph Curry just kept, man, they kept killing him with that back door. So now he had to watch out for the back door and he's committing silly fouls. Once he gets in foul trouble, now, man, Steph goes out there and starts to, you know, semi go crazy. Even though I want to say he shot like 22 threes. Yeah, man, and made like nine of them. He, yeah, I mean, you know. So I mean, they made him work for, for every shot. Point. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if he has an off game where he only gets 22, can Golden State win? No, unless that's the only way they can win. Steph having 22, Andrew Wiggins got to have 25. Like or he gonna 30. have to match it or 30, right? So he gonna have to have 25 or plus. So he gonna have to match. Whatever Steph didn't do, he gonna have to match that plus more. And Draymond gonna have to give you close to a trip. He gonna have to have double digits, double digit assists, and double digit rebounds. And because you know he ain't gonna give you too many points. Yeah, right. And they gonna have to have like one of those third players had like 15, 18. Is yeah. if it's Kelly Oubre, if it's uh, what's his name, Ooh. Chance the Rapper looking ass mug. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, not Jordan Poole. Uh, you know, Kent Bazemore, Chance the uh, Rapper looking ass. Uh, uh, they got a lot oh, of them, them light skin. Hey, look, hey, look, I, I could fit right in, man. Right oh, yeah, in. You fit right in. Look, yeah. just, just let me shoot threes and, and play nah. defense. Come on, what? Nah. Yeah, you, you in street clothes. <laughs> you in street clothes. I'm weak now. I'm Jordan Poole. You mean to tell me oh, I can be okay. Jordan Poole? What? Oh. I. I shoot a couple threes a game and make a couple. I might airball a couple, but you know the ones I make, they gonna be number water. Like they gonna be wet. <laughs> but transitioning back to the play and going into the east. So right. you got we got who who in the sevens? We got Boston, we got Washington. Uh so, sevens. Go before ahead. You, before Talk. you sorry, man. Before you get to that, man, like be honest, man. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be transparent. I'm always honest. You gotta blow it up, don't you? 
Who Boston. we talking about? Boston. Boston. You gotta blow. So up. so. I'm keeping, of course, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Nah, and no. listen, listen, hold on. Everybody else is on the trading block, and I'm a Kimba fan. You know, I, I look up to Kimba. I'm a, I'm a Kimba fan. But if a team come to me and say, hey, we'll give you X, Y, and Z for Kimba, and it makes sense, i do it. If, if a team come to me, and I, I love Marcus Smart. Like I'm, a, I love the Boston Celtics team. But if a team come to me and say, "Hey, you can get a big man, a good big man for Marcus Smart," Chris, I might do it. I, Chris, I, you cannot trade Jalen Brown. You cannot trade Jason Tatum. Chris. They off limits. You can't. Chris. You can't blow it up, James. They too young. Chris, Kimber Walker. Next two years. Next year he making thirty six. The year after got- that he making thirty seven. Who trading for that? Okay, so who 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 thought? Look, you might have to make a Russell speaking on Russ and speaking on the Wizards. You might have to make that type of trade that Houston made with the with Washington. You might have to, you know, give you know, give up a little to get rid of that contract. You just might have to. If Russ can get traded with his crazy contract, I think he was scheduled to make what top ten money in the league. I can't remember the number. But he was scheduled to make a lot of money also. Nobody didn't want to trade for that. It was one team. All it takes is one team to be like, we can use that veteran, you know, veteran leadership. But like, we can use Russell, that. You're talking Russell Westbrook compared to Kimba Walker, who, okay. once again, I'm like you. I'm a, I'm a Kimba fan. Actually, Russ next year is making 44, 2000, and then See? the year after he's making 47. But I'm like Crazy you, I'm numbers. Kimba, I'm a Kimba fan, but – those they're, they're two different players in terms of health wise. Yeah, you know, Kimba. I don't. I mean, he. Do you know that he has not played a back to back all year? Yes, I know. I know. The re, okay. So Kimba is is. I feel like he getting that little man injuries. You know. You know, like when you a little guard in the NBA, you always yeah. had those nagging injuries, especially how he attacked the rim because he don't yeah. just shoot jumpers. He right. attacks the rim consistently. Um. I feel like a lot of his nagging injuries are becoming worse injuries. Um, just the other day, I was re-watching them play. Who's I re-watching them play? The Heat. And Bam Adebayo just barely touched his shoulder, and it looked like he dislocated. I was like, dang, the, he finna be out. He finna be out the for neck, the-, the neck problem. He yep, got neck yep. I was just about to get into that. Yep. Oh, sorry, so, sorry. no, no, you good. Shit, you good. No, it, it's injuries that he got that I'm scared of. And it, it, it reminds me, it reminds me of Isaiah Thomas, Boston Celtics, Isaiah Thomas, not Detroit, but right, Isaiah right. Thomas, you know, where he got injured. And it's like, damn, like we we really see this player being who he was and injuries just caught up to him. That's why I say you got to you got to trade him. You might have to take uh, you might have to take nothing. To, oh, you, might, you might have to take 50 cents on the dollar as they like to say, to just get rid of that contract. But I feel like the Evan Fournay uh, move was good for them because now you lost Jalen Brown, you got another player who can possibly score 20. You know what I mean? So I, but, you might have – you got to think about blowing up. Yeah, you 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 got to think about it. So which of the two? Say it again. Which which one of the two for you? I'm not – if I which had – you talking about Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? Right. 
If I had to, cause, cause yep. I it I wouldn't. But if no somebody started, man. look look, <laughs> I wouldn't trade no, neither one if of them. You had, no, look, if you listen. Had to. If somebody put a gun to my head, gave me a uh, offer I couldn't refuse, I'm trading. I'm trading Jalen Brown off top. I'm keeping Jason Tatum. He a, what? You you trading Jason Tatum? Hey man, I, I heard this on 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 a radio station. I can't remember who 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 said it. I want to get him credit. If your go to move, ah, uh, here you go. Back, <laughs> that's everybody go to move in the league. Oh no, man, that's it. No, if that's your if that's your go to move, I, I this is this is the next this is the next step for Jason Tatum. I, I it's in front of me, but I wonder how how often is Jason Tatum getting to the free throw line a game? So to, to if, me, I, if I had to, be, to guess, it's two or three. It's like two. It, it, it ranges from like three to five times a game. To me, and, and I don't got be, the exact number. He should be Julius Randle numbers. I don't. I don't know because his handle is so good, man. To me, and, and I, I think one thing we all have to remember is, man, twenty-two. He young. He, he on. So I'm looking at it five times a game. He gets to the free throw line five times a game. Damn. And he's shooting 86% from the free throw line. Yeah, I mean, you got to up that. Man, you up that. Now you going from a 26-point score to now you, you're a league leader in, in the scoring race. And then okay, so. de- defensively, is he better than Jalen Brown? Yes. They, no, you know what? I ain't gonna say yes definitively. I ain't gonna say yes that quick. I'm gonna say they about even. Jalen Brown don't have to. He don't. Jason Tatum is the go-to scorer, right? So like his energy and people don't. I, I think like the casual fans. Like I, I love when Christian Woods calls Shaq a casual. That was so funny. Like casual fans don't look at the game. Like I see he really, really is the go-to scorer, and you want him to possibly defend the second the first or the second best player on the team that's a lot of energy like he he gotta keep up i i just feel like Jalen brown don't have that same i guess boulder on his shoulder to 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 look be looked at as the go-to guy in the crunch time because when it's he got i i I fucks with Jalen brown i like him i just feel like jason tatum uh, and he grew. They say he grew to six ten. So I feel like he he just he go get into his body. I feel like he go hit the weight room. Speaking on that step back, you know he shoot like forty some percent when he do step backs. So it's not like he's shooting bad. I mean, blame Harden some, for that. Man, blame Harden some, for that. He has some games that are just I'm a, they're just judges. They ugly. Mind, I know. Yeah, ugly. They, they ugly. Yeah. They're mind boggling for somebody that's. The fran the face of your franchise. I mean, just and you know they they said that or he he's talked about how the effect that COVID's had on on him and yeah. you know I want I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that you know that that is what's happening. Um, but I, I I think I don't know man. I, I like Jason Tate. I think he man he's smooth man. But I don't know man. I, I just there's something about Jalen Brown that I I just feel like he's still being held back man. In the next in the next five years, better career. If if you if, who who gonna have a better career if they one of them got traded, if they was on separate teams, you ain't gotta say what team they on. Who would have a better career? 
numbers, I would say Jason Tatum. But I think if you're talking about who wins the championship first, I'll take Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, a glue guy that can catapult himself into like a second option. I don't know if he could be a first option. I don't know. I just know he could be a great set, like a great, great, like PG. Like, well, PG proved to us he could be a first option. But with those injuries, he moved down to a second option. But he's still like, hey, if you need me to be that first dude, I could be that. That's how I look at Jalen Brown, like a poor man's Paul George. Defend, I could dribble, I could shoot, I could attack the rim, I could do all that. But I might not be that dude. You know what I mean? Like, I might not be <laughs> higher echelon player. I'll, I'll be in that middle pack, that, that top 15, top 20 range. You got, got them beating Washington? Man, because <laughs> I, I do. I don't. Well, Bill, Bill is not. Bill is not healthy. He said he ain't. He said he he's not hundred percent healthy, man. But oh uh, man, uh, man, you talking one game? Would one I game. Jason, would I take Jason Tatum or would Kimba? I take Russell Westbrook? J- Jason Tatum and Kimba versus uh, Bradley Westbrook. Bill and, and Westbrook. No, but, I'm saying I got Washington. Oh, I, I got Celtics in a close one. I, I know this going to be a high score game. It's going to be like 120 to like 119 or something like that because neither of these teams play decent defense. So I got the Celtics beating them in a close. It's going to be close. It's going to be hard. I got I got the Celtics, though. I I, I just got to look. When, when it's close like that, I started looking at the other players. Right. So, you know, like, do you want – uh, and I might put, I might butcher this man's name, my fault. Huchamari uh, or whatever his name is, buddy. Uh, right. I, I, do you want yeah. him or Foreigne? I'd rather take Foreigne over him. Do I want Robert Robert Williams or do I want Robin Lopez? I, I'm taking Robert Williams. Hey, do I real want, quick? Real quick. Go I don't ahead. Know if you're gonna, gonna get to him, Marcus Smarty. No, sneaky, sneaky good pickup. And I was a fan of his, and I felt the Bulls should not have got rid of him. Oh, Gafford. Gafford. His I dog. like Gafford, man. Energy. And he, he fits so well with Westbrook. He going to run. That's all Westbrook want from the big man. Just run with me. And you going to catch it. You going to get this live, or you going to get this pass when I crash and dip it off to you. You going to get it. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. Gafford. Yeah. So, I, I hear what you're saying about the others, but it's just – once again, some man, something about Boston just is this year is not. They seeking. Oh, hit, That's all. I know we man, we we got to man, we could talk forever, man. But man, you know, another question is is about about Fred Stevens. Has, is it is this time up there? Um. Man. So somebody else asked me this, and then we can go on to the other teams after this. Somebody asked me this, and uh, my group on Facebook, me and the homies group on Facebook, opinionated facts. Make sure y'all, if y'all not following it, y'all follow it. Uh, and make sure y'all get this podcast a like, a review, a share, whatever y'all do, please support. But back to it. Uh, Brad Stevens, no, nah, I, I think they they are top three team. Not not and I, I and I know this, I memorize it because I'm a Boston fan. I, I love Boston. I don't know why. I just like Boston. Um they are top three team that had the most injuries in the league and had the most this year, and I had the mm-hmm. most COVID cases in the league, and top five to have the most starting lineups <laughs> in the league. So I feel like their chemistry has been thrown off all year. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's a weird year because I feel like any other year 
you know, without COVID, without all these restrictions, without, you know, the injuries, they a top four seed in the East. Like, okay. you, you, you can't, you know, tell me they not. Like, they talent. They a top four seed in the East. But you got Washington. I got yep. Boston. Right. Who you got for uh, Man. Pacers and Hornets? I didn't. I did not know the Hornets had fell off that bad, man. Because yeah. at one point they were what top? Seven? They fourth. No, fourth? at one point they was fourth. Lamelo got hurt. Yeah, LaMelo when Lamelo got, got hurt, they they still was winning. But I think a lot of teams were winning also. So a few of their games they lost. It was big. Like I want to say they lost to New York in overtime. That was a big yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and it just dropped them back because everybody was so cluttered together. It just dropped them back, man, to the to the ninth seed. They the ninth, no, they the tenth seed. seed. They the tenth yeah. seed. So it just dropped them back. So crazy. It was crazy. I got Charlotte. Is is Brogdon back or no? They saying Brogdon should play. Um, I haven't heard nothing else. I was listening to uh, what podcast? Oh. I was listening to The Ringer. Uh, mismatch. You gotta catch that, man. I love that with Kevin O'Connor and uh and uh Chris. I forgot his like Chris Vernon. Okay. They and he he be doing radio for Memphis. You gotta listen to their podcast. It's called a mismatch. I think they both said uh they think Brogdon coming back. So if Brogdon back, Karis Levert, Sabonis healthy. What about Miles Turner? Is he playing? No, uh, I don't know. That's that's the question mark. I don't know if he I think he out for the year. I think he done. I think he's done for the year. Um, but I think with Sabonis, Brogdon, Karis Levert, man, this game, that's gonna be a good game, James. I, I, got, I got the I got the Pacers. I got Charlotte, man. I, yeah. I just like their team, man. I mean I like it too. I, you know, I like Mike, it too, man. <laughs> MJ, man. You know, I, I want I want to see Charlotte do well because man, he gets so much flack about being the worst owner in basketball. Is that a part of his legacy? Like nah, man. Nah, nah. Oh, wait, okay, it's so his so legacy that he owned a team. So man, so, so look, and I was sorry for cutting you off, but look, a lot of people be coming up to me, you know, when they doing the whole MJ and LeBron. You know, I oh, I, I don't got time for that. I don't really talk about that on the podcast because I already told people I believe in air goes. Oh, but here you go. yeah, so we ain't gonna get into that. That's another topic. Trust me, you're gonna be back on it. I would definitely break it down. But MJ, uh, every time somebody comes to me and say, MJ versus LeBron, MJ is the worst GM, you know, ever in the league because he drafted Adam Morrison, drafted Kwame Brown. And shout out to Kwame Brown. I don't want no smoke. He been yeah, – you, you hear he his, been, it, Yeah. You heard his interview? Kwame Brown? Yeah. So I heard – I know, and it's totally off topic, I heard him dissing Matt Barnes – Steven Jackson and Gilbert Arenas for what they said on day podcast, all, you know, all the smoke and they, and he was just going crazy. Like he, he, he made me laugh. He called Matt Barnes Becky with the good hair. I was weak. So I know they going at it, but if you listen to the, the long version, he mm -hmm. talks about being picked number one by Washington. Did Mm -hmm. you hear that part? No, I I ain't even looked at the full okay. video. I just looked at those little short clips, like I was seeing on Instagram. They they going back at each other, so I ain't even well, look at the full interview. It's on YouTube, ain't it? Yeah. Well, okay, I'm gonna he, have to check it out. 
that Jordan picked him and they had a trade worked out already with the Bulls. He was supposed to go to the Bulls and Elton Brand was supposed to come to Washington. But the, but the owner, the owner nixed it and said, nah, we're not doing it. So they picked him, but so he's like, man, Jordan didn't even really wanted me. He was picking me for the Bulls because he mm. wanted to get Elton Brand. You know, so you know, he he don't he don't really say nothing bad about Jordan. I mean, you know, he he going and it, man, he had it at man, he made he made some decent money, man, being a number one pick. He he talks about where he came from and stuff like that, man. Um, you know, so I'm gonna have uh, to check it out. Yeah, check it I know, out. so I, I know but, he got slighted. Uh, and, I, and you can go ahead before uh, after I say this, you can go ahead and say what you said. I know he got. I felt he felt slighted to Gilbert Arenas because he said Gilbert Arenas said something to a coach about his, you know, his game, and he felt like he lost millions for whatever Gilbert said to the coach about not playing him. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was like, you know, I could have got 80, 80 million because that's what Tyson Chandler like. Oh, that's what the market. Yeah, Tyson Chandler yeah. got eighty million three like three four years eighty million. So the market was set for that for a, a backup or a starting center, and he said. But the Lakers gave me what three years, twenty five million or something like that, and and, we, and shit, I'd be happy with that. But when you taking millions from Dave Bowles, I could get why he was mad. But Gilbert said he ain't never do that, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely have to check that out. I'm gonna check it out probably tonight. So yeah, but, but what you was about to say? No, I was just gonna say I I, I got I got Charlotte. So then, you know, um, so now it comes down to. Either Indiana versus Boston or Charlotte versus Washington. So we just go use your scenario because, of course, I have Boston being Washington, and we both we picking different teams on this one. And I right. have uh, Pacers. Uh, you know what? The more you talk about uh, the Hornets, I want to say Charlotte so bad. I, I just want to see my boy Karis Levert. So I'm, I'm going to go with yeah. my heart. I'm going to go with my yeah. heart. I'm going to say the Pacers, but we go go with your scenario. Um, so if Boston loses to Washington, they will play the pace. Boston will kill them. I, I got Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston. If yeah. we go with your scenario with Boston losing to Washington and Charlotte beating the Pacers, Boston would easily. I, I ain't gonna say easily, but it's gonna be like one of those games where it's close in the first, maybe the second quarter. You looking at halftime, you like, whoa, they yeah. the, the Pacers are up by three or they're down by three. And then when it gets to halftime, after halftime, third, fourth quarter, they go run away with it. Um, yeah. that, that's not a good matchup for the Pacers if that was to happen. That's definitely not. If they want to win, they better beat the Hornets because yeah, they match up pretty well with the Hornets. But okay. off the off the play in, and we we I got one more, I got a few more questions for you, then we can get up off, get up off here. Okay. Um, who your MVP? Like, like, like let's hear it. who your MVP. I'm gonna have to ask everybody that because there's just been so many different names out here. Man, I mean, the Joker is man. I I I don't think you can deny what he's can't done. Deny but, you can't deny but, Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. But what what I think is that he's kind of like you know when you run it when you when you run in a race and you know how man you see them track me. <laughs> I know what you tell me, man. What that dude just break out. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, man, he get around that that he in that mile, he get around that third the third lap, and you see them 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 guys just catching up with him and catching up with him and catching up with him, and he he win, 
but man, they right there on his on his butt. On man. his heels, yeah, they yeah. on his heels. And I, and I feel like, especially once LeBron went out, because I just felt like, man, they were trying to give it to LeBron. But I mean, he's had a, a great. I'm not gonna take anything away from LeBron. You know, I, I've come, I've, I've come around on LeBron. He just does some stuff that you know just irks me sometimes. But you know, who, <laughs> that's your boy. Who, who, who am I? No, no, he's no. Who am I though? But. Anyway, once LeBron went down, and I, I thought – once LeBron and Embiid went down, because I felt like if Embiid – I felt like when LeBron, Joker, and Embiid were all healthy, I still I, – I like Embiid in the race. Mm-hmm. I felt like he wasn't getting enough attention in the race. Um, but then since they went down, man, like Steph has, has come on. Chris Paul has come on. You know, Giannis has, has come on, you know. Um but I, I still think it's is is uh Nikola Jokic to lose, yeah. man. I, I feel the same way. I always tell people Joker, and I'm gonna just throw a quick stats. He's the only one that played all 72 games. Yeah. He's the only one that leads his team in all st- statistical categories, and that goes for points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, yeah. like three-point percentage. He leads his team in all that. And I get the Curry hype. Like, Curry led the NBA in scoring. Oldest to win the scoring title since MJ. 38 30-point games. Most since MJ. 330-some threes. Led the NBA. 303 seasons. He got all these stats. Broke the all-time Warriors scoring record. I get it. But, you, like you said, you can't deny with Joe. You, with Jamal Murray going down, people had them dropping. And they yeah. still been killing teams. Yeah, yeah. And, and and word to Michael Porter Jr., who I think is the new second option there, even when Jamal Murray come back next year. But without Joker, you take Joker off that team, any, any of these players you take off that team, they, they look like lottery teams. But just the impact he had for them to still be a top four team in the West, without that, you know, consistent go-to guy and with all these injuries that Denver had with Will Barton going down, uh, yeah. The backup point guard Morris going down, like they had so many injuries. Like, yeah, you 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 gotta give it to him. I, I give it to Joker too. Yeah, I give it yeah. to Joker. Like on top, I give it to Joker. Is there any uh surprise teams that you see in the playoffs? We and I don't want to get into playoffs, but it you know, surprise teams that you could be like people in you know, they go make some noise in the playoffs and sneak in and win a couple series. Man, it's hard to call them a surprise team, man. But I really like the way the Bucks are playing, man. I, I just they I gonna just beat really Miami. Like them. Yeah, they gonna. It ain't, I'm, I'm saying it on wax. Yeah, they gonna beat yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, it's, I I just I just like their team, man. I had a, a conversation with my son the other day because he was saying, you know, I, I guess he called himself more of a. If you between the two of Miami fan, but mm-hmm. man, I, I I just feel like their team is better. I mean, look at the defenders you got. You got Giannis, you got Drew Holiday, man, you got that's Middleton, my point. You got Tucker, you and man. and you got an underrated defender in Brooklyn. Divisenzo. Yeah, and Divisenzo. Yeah. 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 He he be playing hey, homie be playing defense. Like right. they the all Dante, buckle in. White yep. white Dante. <laughs> <laughs> they all plug in. I, I think like the Bucks go surprise people, and I and they just sitting there like when people was like, "Oh, they gave up so much for Drew Holiday!" Like they gave up all those first round man, them first round picks, basically second round picks. They gonna be low first round picks, and 
what you getting out of Drew Holiday, you getting a 20-point score and a first team, second team, third team, all NBA defender. Like, you know he going to put the work in. Last time we saw him in the playoffs with the Pelicans, with Anthony Davis and uh, DeMarcus Cousins, yeah. He gave a fits to Damian Lillard. He gave a fits even when they switched them off. You guard CJ because CJ cooking. He gave them fits on the defensive end. So, yeah, I got the Bucks winning in like seven. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun series. But what Miami? I got you the got Bucks to... beat. I got the Bucks beating Miami in seven games. Oh, I don't even think it's gonna go seven. Ooh, six. And maybe six. Ooh, I I. I I, yeah, it, I got the because play. I think me, it's gonna be Jimmy Butler, man. I, I can't, I can't see Jimmy losing in like five or six games. I really to can't. me, to me, I mean, to me, they're not. Um, I, I, I don't see them as the same Miami as last year. I just don't see it, man. But and, they, and been, I guess they wasn't seen as that Miami last year either. No, they right? wasn't. They, they was. I feel like. Okay, so when people say, when I say Jay Crowder was a big loss, people say, oh, we got Trevor Ariza. Excuse me. I feel like Jay Crowder is better offensively than Trevor Ariza, mm-hmm. right? So defensively, I mean, you could probably say they're about even. So you lose Victor Oladipo. That was yeah. my X factor. That was my ex- If they had Victor Oladipo, I'd probably say Miami in six or Miami in seven. But without him, without another, you know, Playmaker, and I know you got Kendrick Nunn. I know you got Dragic, but they they not. I don't feel like those two can compete with like Drew Holiday and Middleton, and you know the other guys they got. Yeah, the Bucks. Bucks definitely a sleeper team. I like I like the Bucks. I, I yeah. think yeah. I definitely think they can sneak into the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't I don't Ooh. have them going, uh. but I, I I think they can sneak into that. I think they really can smell that. Like I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just wish, I, I wish the, the Bucks Brooklyn could be the Eastern Conference Final. Even you know, Philly is cool. Uh, I mean, Philly can, Philly can, Philly, Philly, Philly tough man. Philly tough too. Yeah. Um, I, I just on the East side, I, I really want to see New York do something, man. Um, uh, I agree with LeBron when he says, you know. NBA basketball is better when the, when the Knicks are winning, you know. Agreed. Um, even though it's been a while, you know, <laughs> since the Knicks have been winning, um, you know. But I, I just think it, it's it's better, man. Um, so hey, I, I really want them to see them do something. I want to toot my own horn. I, I think I was only the only one in the world, other than Knicks fans, saying Julius Randle can be like an All Star this year, and saying like. I was saying this because when I saw him last, like last year, hoop, I'm like, man, Julius Randle tough. People sleep on Julius Randle, and I just saw like Tom Thibodeau, and I just knew like they was gonna build a decent culture there. I was like, they gonna at least be like a top eight seed, top nine seed. That's all I, I thought they was gonna be. Now they exceeded my expectations, but I, man, look, they gonna beat the Hawks in five or six games, and whatever happens there is just you know icing on the cake. Yeah, I'm not a Hawks fan. I, I mean, I'm just not a fan of their team. Um, and then we get, you know, I get to see my boy D Rose back in the playoffs. Oh man. my god! You know what? Shout out to Pooh. That's his nickname, Derrick Rose. I What's look. What? I'm gonna say. Th- I'm gonna say this. People think I hate Derrick Rose. Like they really think I hate that. It's not that I, I hate his fans. I really wow. do. 
because they try to say he's a top 10 point guard in the league. He not. Ah, injuries kind of, you know, pulled that. But at his, I, I mean, at, at his peak, he was. At his, okay. At his and peak, I mean, he was number probably number one. Like, I mean, you know, at his peak. But I'm saying right now, people are saying, like, he a top 10 point guard. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, no, he not. <laughs> like, he's a great six man. And he, 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 you know, plays to me. He plays what Lou Williams was playing for the Clippers those years. Like, he go come and get buckets, even though he a better playmaker than Lou, just comparing those two. Like, you know he go give you 18, like 16 to 16 plus. And he go, get, he go play decent defense, and he go play within the system. I fucks with Derrick Rose. I just can't stand his fans because they just overhype him like Russell Westbrook fans. Like, I, I don't know, man. It, it, it hurts my head every time they say that shit. Like, he a top 10 point guard. But I want to say this and we can go. Um, You listen to Cole? I did. I have. I have. Uh, okay. Everybody blowing uh, up on that Cole. How you feel about it? I like it. But I, I haven't – I've listened – just on the on the on the 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 uh the face of it, I haven't really like I dug into that's, deep into that's it. one of them when when I'm driving like an hour and a half, I I'm a, I can put it on and probably go through it twice and like really listen to it. Um but of course man man he, he named this song after my daughter. So Oh um, man, get out of here. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, Shout out to Mari. Cool. We cool like that. So he named the song after my, well, after my daughter. Uh, Shout out to Cole. Maybe you can help coach him because you know he over there in Africa man, now hooping. Man, <laughs> I don't know, man. He kind of hey, he made it. He made it to. He made. He, you know, I was listening to the podcast him and KD uh, on KD podcast. Uh, it's called Etc. Etc. And he was saying like that's one of his dreams. Like he always wanted to be a professional basketball player. And he said he know he not that good. He said, but he always figured he could be like a Jamario Moon player. Man, he ain't Jamario Moon, man. That's my guy, man. He ain't Jamario Moon. Man, he just looked, he just looked like a dude that's out there supposed to be out there. But but I mean, that that league, okay. So maybe I maybe because like, it's the first game, you know. I was I just about to say that. Yeah, it, it's it's the first game. He in a new country. He just dropped the album. He just did all these videos. Man, get my man's a break. Watch, watch one of these games. He go drop. I think one of these games, his high go be like 15, 20. Man, okay. Why, why? Hey, let's go, Cole. If you if Cole ever listened to this, just hey, remember. Man, I'm a, hey, I'm a Cole fan, man. And and he doing something that I only wish I could do was play professional basketball. So, you know, I ain't, I ain't you know, I ain't. I ain't throwing no 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 uh no shots his way. Uh, yeah, because you know he had that bar for people like me and you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what right. do you say if you uh if you broke and you you down in a millionaire? The joke's right. on you. Come on, yeah. Cole, man. Come on, bro. You hurt like billions of people feeling. Especially, I was like, damn. I'm always on Instagram <laughs> trashing bugs. I had to look myself in the mirror like, damn. <laughs> Nah, man, but, you know, hopefully it's just the first game, man, you know. Uh, I was just watching him, man, out there, man. He just, you know, but, hey, man, cold, man. Uh, cold, cold real word. quick, real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Better, better album. Um, 
No, his best mixtape, mixtape, Cole. Oh, Cole, best mixtape. Okay, you okay? So we got the warm up. We got Friday Night Lights. We got Truly Yours, and I might be missing one. Um, the come up, but the come, come up, up yeah. is you know, um. Okay, so my favorite Cole mixtape, and it should have been an album. This Friday Night Lights should have been Friday his first night, album. Yeah. yeah. Sideline side story was um mm. it was a dub because if you a Cole fan and you listen to Friday Night Lights, you will understand like he put half of those songs on sideline story. I wanted to hear yeah, new man. material, and yeah. the new material I heard. Is not what the fuck I wanted to hear from him. You know what I mean? Like, so right. even he said, I chased records on that album. Like he said, Jay-Z came to me and was like, Hey, yeah, you spitting, like, but I need that, I need that radio play. So he said he chased a couple records and he talked about it on uh I let Nas down on Born Center. Right. So like he chased a couple records, but Friday night lights to me, if even if it's like that's classic the warm-up classic too but friday night lights that's another cold like you just listening to it i mean and people for the people who say that you know cole harmonized too much he always harmonized right you know i know right. my homie john said this and i was telling him like bro he he always harmonized on all his albums but friday night lights to me that was that was the cold that i was hoping to see on sideline story. I just didn't get that. So yeah, Friday Night Lights, his best mixtape ever. Like hands yeah. down, in my opinion. Yeah. So about, I know we what about we you about though? Like I, I I man, I'm I'm with you on that. I, I think okay. I, I might I might the warm up is just kind of like right there with it. Um but yeah I like Friday Night Lights. Um so but Drive the live CD, man. So cold, man. I mean, the, you said the, the live album, album. Yeah, the live album is so cold. Like, I mean, the album itself is cold, but the live I, album is, is just so cold. Like, man, my I'm favorite to song to on there is, is "Love Yours," man. Like, cold, man. That like, I I want to see him in concert. Like, like I don't go to a lot of concerts now, but I would I would I would pay to go see J Cole. Like, look, and, look. And like. A, and like a, a what's the name? Like a, a House of Blues set, like a smallest man. Smallest and you know he not gonna do that no more. I don't think right. he'll do a House of Blues set no more. Like, like he said, he trying to sell out Wrigley. He said it on his right. album. Like, so like, but I would too because Love Yours to me, Love Yours is probably a top five cold song for me. Like, if you yeah. just added up all his songs, even mixtapes, whatever that Love Yours touch, it touched me. You know, I, I get into music different and i gonna say differently than other people because i'm pretty sure other people get into music like me but sometimes i make a connection with with what i'm going through at that point in time right, right love right. yours came yeah. out man it, it just it, it made me share the tip yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm like yeah. man cole what he's what that dude say jermaine cole <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it, it just it just touched me man but yeah. i'm not i'm not trying to keep you this long like damn i kept you for way longer than i wanted to and we could keep going because me and you right. always we always talking but we gonna have to say that for another another conversation i want to say thank you for coming on hey again. real quick man go, wait, i'm I'll sorry go real quick no, man. we, we go, talked look. about this before this man 
Ah, uh, what? Hey, what you gonna say? Hey, man. You know, hold on. Before you say this, you know, you the second person when I try to end something, they say, you know what? We wanted to talk about this, so I gotta learn to shut the fuck up sometimes. Go ahead. Hey, man. This is a, a public service announcement, man. Oh, if you God. if you listening, if you listening, cat man, Carl Anthony Towns, man, man, you gotta stop letting Jimmy Butler punk you like that. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come hey, on, said, dog. hey, hey, look, look. Some people are, hey, so Chris, so look, look, okay. He ain't finna punk me like that. You ain't finna look. I don't care who you are, Jimmy Butler. Like, if we on the court and he say, you, you soft as baby <laughs> shit and I already punked you before. And we all, if you watch sports, it's some of my, you know, people that listen to this podcast, they don't listen to sports, but they support me. So just for a backstory, didn't, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he like, Steal Car Anthony Towns girl or slept with her or that was the rumor or something like that. That's like, the rumor. Okay, That's so he, he he smashed he smashed Car Anthony Towns. We just gonna say it's true because ain't nobody finna just say this like I already punked you before and you saw his baby shit without having some insight on what's going on. So he smashed Car Anthony Towns girl, his ex girlfriend, not Jordan Sparks, but his ex girlfriend. He he not smashed Jordan her. Sparks, man. Not Jordan nah, Sparks. man, she's so bad. Jordan is it Woods. Jordan Sparks? Is it Jordan Woods yeah. or Jordan Sparks? Woods, man. They both light skin. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Jordan Woods. Thank you for correcting me. They both fine. They different. They different. Oh, man. Oh, James, man. They, they, anyway, I, you got me fantasizing. Anyway, look. Jordan, he, it's not Jordan Woods, y'all. He smashed his ex-girlfriend before her. So, if anybody's saying that, we boxing. I'm sorry. We, we ain't got nothing to play for anyway. We the fucking Timberwolves. We suck. We boxing, and I'm bigger than you. I'm going to pick you up. Like, I might can't square up with you because Carl Anthony Towns don't look like he can fight, but I'm definitely – he look like he can pick somebody up. So pick that nigga up next time uh, Carl Anthony Towns and slab his ass and be like, who's soft now? But, yeah, I, I could tell he was – and I don't like to call men soft, but I could tell he's not the aggressor when – they interviewed him about it, and 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 uh, uh, who was the it? Rookie, the, the rookie, rookie, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony oh, Edwards man. was like, on, Anthony Edwards was speaking up for. Him. I'm like, fam. I'm like, you grown that you you the vet. Like you've been in the league for four, five plus years. Like, how how you gonna let the rookie step up and say this shit for you? Like, yeah, man, we fighting. I, I might even meet you, like. Uh, Mellow met K tried to meet hey, KG man. at the bus stop. Like hey. we hey, we we boxing, bro. Like you ain't finna smash my ex and then call me soft as baby shit on national and then, TV. And then come to practice and beat me with a Rolex on with the third string <laughs> <laughs> and, and talk all kind of crap. It did say then, go ahead. And then tell me in the game, shut the F up. And if I say one more word, you're gonna slap the we gotta square up those are allegedly allegedly that was what was said man he said that shit because if he if he if he said that on national tv you saw his baby shit and <laughs> i punked you already you already know what's up yeah he said that shit like ain't no way a grown man finna say that to another grown man like Watch out, like like you said, we we scrap it and yeah, we go have we gonna have to handle this, but it's not in his blood, man. That's why he ain't no number one option. It's not in his blood. Hey, it's not, not in his blood. I'm not a fighter. Fighting ain't in my blood. We different, James. I ain't, try, I 
I could probably name how many fights I've been in on one hand. But ain't no way you're going to be able to say that to me. And I ain't even at least going to try to swing on you. It might be the wackest swing ever. I just started. I'm weak. Boy, man, I might, man, you, I might catch you, man. You walking, you walking away from the free throw line. I'm gonna catch you from behind, man. Whatever, man. Throw the ball at him or something, man. Like, <laughs> do man, do do what Charles Barkley did to Shaq. Like, <laughs> like, man. But I, I just feel like, and, and I would say that I would let you say if you got something else, I would let you say. Look, done, call, look, call Anthony Towns. My homie called him this. And look, call Anthony Towns. If you ever listen to this, I fucks with you, bro. Like, don't don't. I, I would want you to come on here one day. Like, I fucks with you, but. My homie called him this pussycat, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> shout out to my shout out to uh John because they call him pussycat. <laughs> but uh man, it, it was a blast having you on, man. Like again, uh, I, I appreciate you, James, for coming on um and, and just sharing your wisdom with with everybody, with me, with everybody, and just being that mentor and continuing to lead, you know younger generation of African-American males into the right direction. I want to be like you when I grow up, when I grow up one day, excuse me, I'm going to be just like you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate no. you, man. You keep doing your thing, man. Much blessings to you, man. Keep, keep it up with the podcast, man. I listen on the regular, man. And I, I man, sometimes I want to call you, man, and be like, man, what, what you talking about, man? I don't agree man, look, with you, man. But hey, you, man, you can you can always call me and we can argue over the phone. You act like you're we doing can't. it though, man. Like so, you doing it, man. So, man, just keep it up, man. Um, man, you gonna you gonna hit it one day, man. And we gonna we gonna we gonna see you, you know, on YouTube or somewhere big where you got a, a bigger platform, man. So keep it up, man. You, you know, a great father, man. Uh, great great young man. Your mom would be proud of you, man, and we're proud of you too, man. So. Thank you for having me on, man. Hopefully you'll invite me back. But maybe not after I just you know, <laughs> now all your predictions that. gonna be wrong. Don't worry I about it. I wrote that. every I wrote every <laughs> prediction down. I literally had a pen, was like, oh, he said right. that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but right. no, I appreciate I appreciate that them words, right. man. Um, this is C Will Ill, opinionated facts. I just want to say peace, love, prosperity, peace. Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast. Let a nigga know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, let a nigga know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. It's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Yeah. 
It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less Compared to some of my niggas down the block, man, we were blessed And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time But I'd be goddamned if a nigga don't be trying So tell me mama please why you be drinking all the time Cause all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind Cause pain still lingers on mine On the road to riches, listen, this is what you find The good news is, nigga, you came a long way The bad news is, nigga, you went the wrong way Think being broke was better a life that's better than yours No such thing as a life that's better than yours Think being broke was better life that's better than yours No such thing, no such thing